there will come a day when we all come together and uh that will be the end i think the end of the time that this time as we know it not necessarily time itself uh although that would make sense i guess Welcome to It's a Religion, a podcast that seeks to explain life through the lens of faith and uh, to take a look at what's going on out there, um, first of all and foremost, from Scripture, from the Bible, from the Word of Truth, and uh, that's exactly what Jesus called it, the, your word is truth, he said to all of us way back in the day when he was walking this earth, and he is the way, the truth, the life, and no one comes to the Father but through him. He is the king that reigns over all. Um, it's not President Biden, not uh, the former President Barack Obama, or even Donald Trump. No, it's Jesus Christ, God's Christ, God's sacrifice for us that paid for all of our sins. And now, uh, and he also just happens to be the one that created everything. So uh, pretty obvious from my standpoint um, that that occurred. But it still is a matter of faith. And as much as people who believe in the process of evolution have faith in that, because you can't prove that, you can't um, prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt, because you can't go back and observe it. No one can. I can't go back and observe creation. They cannot go back and observe uh, evolution. So there you have it. Um, we're both on the same starting point, but really what's the evidence show? And if you look at places like ICR and uh, answers in Genesis down in Kentucky. Um, I think you'll find that there's a very good case scientifically, not just um, from a face standpoint, for the creation of the world and not that long ago. So, welcome to It's a Religion. We're coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic, not democracy for which it stands, even though it's a democratic republic for which it stands. Um, two nations under God. Uh, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. Uh, used to be uh, people could expect justice maybe back in the day, but it's been a long time since we truly had equity in our justice system. Um, if you had more money, you had more influence. Um, if you knew more folks, you had an opportunity typically to get out of things that uh, maybe someone in the inner city that didn't have any money and uh, didn't have any influence might not. And, you know, that part of the social justice platform, I would actually agree with, um, you know, there's an inherent bias there where people that, that you know, don't have anything, um, don't have the means to get out of these things where someone with the means can hire a, an attorney, you know, someone that can uh, argue their case for them in a court of law. And uh, as we know, um, true justice is only going to come at the hand of the Lord Jesus Christ and, and God the Father um, in the end. And, you know, people are sinful. People are fallible. People are uh, evil in their nature. And uh, without putting trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, um, you're going to have that. And that's period, exclamation point. And you see that at work in our society today. Um, <laughs> before we go any further, my name is Ehud, son of Dennis. Uh, you can reach us at ehud at itsareligion.org if you'd like to get in touch. But uh, with all that, let's start with some scripture. I'd like to start out this show with uh, after I blab for a minute um, with the Bible. 
and what it says. And uh, we finished the book of John yesterday, and we are moving on to the book of Matthew. I'm trying to review the Gospels uh, here prior to the end of the year. And as we embark on the book of Matthew, the first part of the section shows us uh, the generations of Jesus Christ, how he came to be through the King David, which was the prophecy that showed uh, that he came through this lineage. And so, you know, that, that uh, um, goes through Joseph's side, and I know they've done uh, an analysis through Mary's side as well, and both of them actually come back through uh, the Davidic lineage. And it's interesting from the standpoint, you know, I've heard different scholars talk about this, but in the end, it, it talks about these generations, and then it, it says this, starting in verse 18, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was likewise when his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. And so you had God becoming man through this woman, and yet was able to give him the divine sinless nature by the uh, work of the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus was part man, right? Part God. And how God did that, you know, certainly scientifically, I don't know how someone's going to be able to say that. But then it says, Then Joseph, her husband, being just a just man, was not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately, because back then you could stone a woman for getting pregnant, um, because Joseph hadn't been with her. So how else did she get pregnant? I can't imagine the persecution that woman, um, that, that at that time, that would have embodied for her. You know, there's a, uh, a movie called The Nativity, um, and there's been different stories through the years on that, but The Nativity um, has a pretty good um, analysis of that. You know, people would shun her, I'm sure, and not talk to her, people that were friendly to her before. And that was just, that was the way back then, because people didn't want to um, do evil. You know, they were, uh, they were of a mindset because of the pharisaical establishment and the way in which people, all these laws of Moses uh, uh, propagated over the years and the ways in which men carried them out. There was, I think, I heard somebody say 600 and some rules that you had to follow. And the point of which was great. You were trying to keep yourself clean and pure and good and good standing with God. But, you know, it just, it created a scenario where there was more stuff to break, I would imagine. And it was easier to slip up because you didn't know all, everything. So anyway, uh, then, but while he thought on these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream saying, Joseph, you Son of David, fear not to take unto you Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. He doesn't say he will rule over the world. He doesn't say he will come and, and beat the Romans at their game. It says he will save their people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child. And shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Um, and so, 
you know, Joseph did that. You know, he followed what the Lord wanted him to do, and they uh, they became husband and wife. And, uh, you know, eventually he raised Jesus as his son. And it doesn't, the Bible doesn't speak a lot to Jesus' younger years, except for when he uh, is 12. Um, it talks a bit about something, which I'm sure we'll get to in a, in a couple chapters. But um, what a beautiful story. You know, God, uh, back in the day, um, was so upset with his creation that he created a flood that just about wiped everything out and said, okay, I'm going to rebuild this thing through Noah's family. And then shows us that, that through the law, there's no way we can meet the perfection that I believe he originally uh, built us to uh, ascribe to. And then when Adam and Eve fell, that all kind of went away. And, you know, again, I don't know how all that works from a God viewpoint. Uh, you know, people can say, well, he knew that Adam was going to sin. Uh, he didn't cause Adam to sin. So therefore, they must have had free will in the matter. And, you know, I'm of that that side of the equation. Uh, I don't think God orchestrates every little thing. That doesn't make sense. But um, free will works inside of God's overall plan. He is still the king. He still has absolute authority. Um, so to say that uh, God isn't involved in any way, I think, is, is ridiculous, too. So anyway, um, but God gives his son, um, it says that Jesus somehow came down from on high. Uh, you know, and again, I don't know how all that uh, could work, would work, but we have eyewitnesses to this fact that he was born of a virgin, someone who had never been with a man, and the Holy Spirit did the work to do that. And so again, if God can create a human being out of the dust, I'm sure, when he's already got the stuff there to do it with, he can probably even easier. So anyway, um, the point is God gave us this gift and going into the Christmas season here soon, that's what we celebrate. We celebrate the gift of God, his son that came to earth to save us from our sins. And if you don't know what that means, if you're not sure, you know, who this Jesus really was, I encourage you to get a Bible, um, find out about him, you know, test the information. There was a guy, uh, there was a book called The Case for Christ or the um, Lee Strobel. Look up Lee Strobel. He's, he's got a lot of good books on um, Jesus and, and, you know, he was trying to, he set out to disprove Christ and wound up becoming a Christian. Because the, the amount of evidence that's there is, is pretty astronomical when you get down to it. Um, you know, it's like everything else. You look at the, the current events going on in our society today in the, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, which is pretty close to where I live. And, um, you know, you've got a, an entire media out to get this guy and make him look bad. Uh, and yet, you know, he did everything right. He defended himself. I mean, these guys were coming after him. One of the guys was coming after him with a skateboard. And again, I don't understand why you would do that when somebody's standing there with an AR-15. That's pretty stupid. And uh, I, I feel for the guy and his family, the guy that got shot. But what was he doing? There was no reason to come after this kid. So, but you see that in our society today. Uh, evil being propagated as good 
and good being propagated as evil. And, you know, the Bible speaks to that as well, that in the end, that's people are going to love um, self-pleasure, self, uh, you know, when you look at Facebook, I mean, what is it but a way to, to be self-aggrandized and, and to uh, focus on self? And that's what our society is all about. I mean, advertising itself uh, in our society today is totally based on pleasing yourself, right, for the most part. Or pleasing someone you know, but it's a uh, it's an interesting proposition. So, you know that's that's been going on in the news, and you see the the differences between um, those who who would try and and paint this kid as some uh, evil person, and you know I don't know liberal media and big tech are lying about Rittenhouse. And that's uh, um, Tucker Carlson talks in that in that acumen. And you know we don't know all the reasons he was up there and and things of that um, nature, but you know he, the kid didn't do anything wrong. And people were coming after him. I mean the one guy said he pointed a gun at him before Kyle shot him. And you know what would you do? If somebody pointed a gun at you and you had a rifle that you're holding on to, I would think you'd shoot at the guy or gal. It's not not rocket science, but you know the, our mainstream media and the big tech folks that are out there trying to—they uh, don't. It's not about reporting news anymore, and I think most people recognize that that this you know what's happening now in our society is you've got one, you know, both sides framing in a narrative. And I'm not saying the right side doesn't do it as well to show, you know, what's really wrong with the way in which the other side is framing the narrative. Uh, we usually have our own narrative that, that we'll try and frame because that's what, you know, people are used to at this point. And to me, it's a sad thing. You know, if we can't just report the news and talk about the facts and, you know, that's one of the things I appreciate about think places like Answers in Genesis. They'll say, hey, here's the fact. Here's why we believe what we believe. Here's what the other side believes. Now you make up your own mind. And it used to be we could do that. Now the, the news media, politicians, big tech wants to make up your mind for you and wants, you, wants to force you to believe a certain way. And to me, that's a very sad state of affairs. So let's look at some other things. NIH justifies giving green light to researchers to boost the viruses before flagging experiments for gain-of-function review. And, you know, I think Tony Fauci's an evil person. I don't know what his faith is. It's a, he's supposedly a part of some Christian outfit, some society that goes way back. Uh, but in essence, uh, it sounds like it's done a lot of evil things. And I... You know, you follow this whole thing and there's so much money involved, so much influence by these drug companies over the politicians. And, you know, Fauci's been there forever. And I don't know how how anybody could spend more than a year or two in Washington and not be affected by that, by the swamp. You know, Trump called it right. I mean, that place is a swamp. When you look at the things that they're doing, um, a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill that is, what, probably a quarter of is infrastructure, really infrastructure, and the, the lies and the ways in which they foster things uh, or foist things on us, the people, 
that put them in there to serve us. And, you know, so many of them now think they have this right to rule. I, I hope and pray that Americans will wake up enough to vote people like Nancy Pelosi out of office that think they have this right to rule over us because they've been there forever and nobody will kick them out. And it's just, it's a sad thing, you know. And I, I've argued this point with a friend of mine that we should have term limits. And he says we shouldn't because we should be able to vote people out, but it just doesn't, for whatever reason, it doesn't happen. And um, I think it would be a good thing to just cycle new people in there instead of having these people that get in positions of power and then um, they have this influence over things that uh, just is not right. You know, the elite class, the ruling class will never go for that. Um, but it would be nice to see from my standpoint, I think. Um, and, you know, it can happen, though. You see this trucker out in New Jersey that defeated this top New Jersey Senate Democrat. I mean, you know, you've got to have people that are dedicated uh, to the, the process of defeating people like that. And until we do, until there's a, a uh, folks really want to, to get involved and to make a difference, uh, I'm not sure that we're going to see that. Um, lastly, I'll say this. There's a, a post in my Gab feed, and uh, the person that does this is always pretty pithy. Um, if you don't think your governor is as important as your president, I just lived the past two years of my life completely normal as I did before the pandemic. That's two entire years of my life. It's impossible to tell you how thankful I am for Governor Ron DeSantis. And it really goes to show the um, the back and forth we have in our society today. I live in a, in a country, in a country within our country, that is not like Ron DeSantis because it follows the edicts of Chicago as a rule and not what makes sense because what makes sense would be following things from a more rural community and not a big city like a Chicago. So, you know, I'm hopeful that we're going to split the state of Illinois in half at some point or secede a few counties uh, up in the northwest portion to Iowa, uh, and uh, we'll be much better for it. So anyway, that's the show for today. i got to get moving this morning. So have a blessed day, and we'll catch you next time. Things like me and her on a porch swing, the summer nights and fireflies, and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama, for my friends, for your.